0: So, I was planning on making this a question and answer podcast, um, but I'm driving, so I can't go back and look through all my notes and all my questions. So, I figure I'll just do this kind of, not really a recap of the year, because I've already kind of done that, but more of my plans for this year. I know I've kind of talked about a little bit, but just kind of a catching up, kind of things we're doing a little bit differently, and my outlook for the year, God willing, we have rodeos. helps to have a husband that's realistic and sometimes it can be a pain. Um, I've had a goal to go on a summer run for the past four years and they just didn't work out because four years ago I really didn't have the horsepower, really did not have the finances. I had no idea what it all entailed. Um, two years ago, almost, we went to Cody. Um, that was you know 10 days with the horses on the road kind of got my feet wet um it wasn't hard but you know I think some people want to go to three-day weekends and live in their horse trailer three days and they're had enough of it and that's perfectly fine but if you rodeo you are away from home a lot um you know, 10 days is not comparable to three months, but you know, it kind of gave me an idea and how I need to pack and what I need to be prepared for. Um, we did hit the Cody night rodeo up there and then we came back home and hit Colorado Springs. Um, this past year, 2020, you know, I wanted to go and COVID happened and I didn't have the finances after vet bills and I really wasn't prepared. I mean, Shiner was coming off of surgery rehab. Betty got hurt. I didn't have any other backup horse at the time. Um, you know, I just felt like it wasn't my year. Um, as I said in an episode or two ago, I told myself two years ago that if I wasn't doing anything big in rodeos end of this year, I would get a real job. Um, I got a real job, got a raise, um, you know, working full-time hours, but still being able to get off work and go rodeo. Um, I am blessed with that. Um, so I feel like things may be falling into place. I don't want to count my chickens before they hatch, but you know, that's like a step in the right direction. Um, is very realistic and you know, he helps me a lot, but he's also like, you know, I'm not going to he doesn't pay for everything, but he does help a lot, and he's not gonna just fork money out if I'm not out there trying to win, and yeah, I get every run you're trying to win, but, you know, to go off and go rodeo for a couple months, you, you need to realistically win to stay out there, and that's just how it is at the end of the day, um, so he was like, well, Shiner needs to get out of the 3D, and, you know, the last run that I thought was our last run of 2020, I was like, oh, she's, you know, bottom of the 2D with mistakes, and then, we made our real last run of the year yesterday, and I don't know where she ended up. I'm gonna say 2D, maybe top of the 3D. Um, I don't know, they've not seen those results yet. Um, she ran way past her first barrel. Um, that was my bad. I didn't have her set up right, and my big thing is you know, you go faster in straight lines, and I kinda had too much of an arch coming into that first barrel. Um, wasn't bad, she still ran a 14.9, I think a 14.1 won it, so I mean, you know, progress. Um, I'm gonna stay on Shiner as long as I can. A bunch of these winter rodeos are smaller. Um, I'm not gonna pressure myself or Betty to make good runs. Um, I'm probably gonna enter her in some jackpots. Um, there's a big race at the end of the month with an American qualifier. I wanted to run Betty there, but right now, I don't even know if I'm gonna run Shiner. Um, I'll decide the week of, per usual. Um. So, yeah, I hope Betty can get back to running rodeos come springtime. And I feel like with anything in life, you take four steps forward and you take ten steps back. And I've had the COVID, um, got over it. You know, it, I still can't smell. I can kind of taste. I still feel, like, really congested. It's really flaring up my vertigo, so that's always fun. Um, but I had a plan. So I've been out of work for two weeks. had a plan when I came you know, back to fully working and back to like a normal kind of schedule, I was like, okay, I can get up, clean stalls, exercise my horses in the mornings, go to work so I'm not so tired in the evenings, I can kind of get housework done, kind of get back to my daily schedule, and I'm blessed, but through a wrench in my plan, I get my work schedule and I'm coming in, you know, an hour, two hours earlier some days, and I'm like, oh my God, that means I have to leave my house that much earlier um, but you know, I'm like, maybe that's making up for me missing so many days. Like I'm not, I'm not upset about it. Um, I'm thankful Wacy can put him on the exerciser in the evenings. And you know, I do have a girl that comes out and rides for me at least one day a week. Um, however, this week we're supposed to get a blizzard. So fun, um, blizzard for Texas. Um, today's Monday and the high is in the fifties. So I'm going to try to get everyone rode, exercised, all my stuff done to kind of prepare for this crazy weather that we're about to have. Betty's first real run back was last Tuesday. Um, I'm kind of kicking myself. I'm kind of not. I wish I would have got exhibitions on her, but then I don't ride as good in exhibitions. Entered her first and third barrel were beautiful. She did not feel like she was running off. She felt really chill, I mean, compared to, to how she normally feels. Um, her second barrel, she kind of had a little bit of a mishap. I mean, a couple seconds worth. Um, I was like, oh my god, like, please don't be hurt again, please just be some kind of little fluke, because her third barrel was beautiful. Um, so, I had my chiropractor come out Saturday evening, and she ended up having a rib out. So, on her right side, and that was the side that, you know, she turned on, it was kind of like, ouch, something's wrong. Um, so I'm hoping that's all that was. Um, I think I did kind of ride her just a touch panic to the second barrel, um, not horrible, but again, you know, kind of like, well, crap for our first run back, but it's okay. Um, this week, you know, I plan to go places and with the weather being like it is, it's going to be raining the majority of the week. So I'm not going to be able to get anybody rode or probably worked. Um, there was a jackpot Friday night. I'm not going to go because the high is 46 that day. Um, I told myself, Last year, I was like, I'm not going to any more jackpots and being miserable. And if that, you know, costs me whatever it costs me by not going, then so be it. Because, you know, I have some kind of crazy goals for this year. And the biggest thing, I think, is your mental game. And if you're going to these places because you feel like you have to go or because I have to go, even though it's, you know, 30 degrees, you know, I'm not doing it because that does mess with my head, and I don't have fun, and I'm cold, and I don't ride to the best of my abilities, and I feel like I'm wasting my money, and you know, some days I feel like when you enter some of these rodeos, it's like, oops, you kind of have to sacrifice that, but I'm not going to go and be miserable, and and, you know, I am working quote unquote full time, and yes, I can get off work and meet Wacy at some of these jackpots, and have my horses ready to go, and just jump on and go, but sometimes it's going to be kind of tight you know, time-wise, and I'm not going to stress myself this year, absolutely not doing it. Another big thing for this year was I'm really going to try to keep up with my expenses. Um, not necessarily per month, like feed-wise, because I, I have that down to a T, but, you know, fuel to and from rodeos and um, entry fees and stuff like that on the road even though if it's just a weekend trip just to kind of give other people an idea give myself an idea um and in the process of doing that I'm going to really try to cut costs where I can I have a problem with getting snacks uh as I feel do a lot of people (laughs) um I'm gonna try to haul with a lot more people um that's a big thing too you may have to sacrifice paying a little bit more in diesel versus hauling with someone that gives you, you know, a bad attitude or bad vibes. Um, going to Odessa, I'm hauling with two girls that I don't know. Um, one girl is from Arkansas and I'm Facebook friends with her. And I think we've communicated, you know, some on Facebook, but I don't know her. And another girl, I think just moved down here from I'm not sure where she's from, but she lives in Stephenville. Um, I was like, hey, let's, we all want to go together. Fuel's going to be roughly this much, which is, I think, I think we got it figured up like 66 or $67 round trip, which Odessa is, you know, a eight, nine hour round trip. It's four and a half hours there and back. Um, so what would have cost me roughly 200 bucks by myself is going to be split. So that's cutting costs right there. Um. I'm not staying on the grounds. I'm blessed to have people that I know out there. see's uncle actually lives out there. And he said we could stay at his place. Um, so, I'm super thankful for that. Because, I mean, you know. $25 a day or night or however they do it. It, it adds up. And they don't have hookups. I don't think they do. Um, so, that means I would have to be running my generator for almost two days solid. Um, and it's cheap to fill up but again that's another expense um, so I'm really gonna try to cut my cost and see how much that helps um, to again save for a summer run and I can make a whole post on that later or a podcast um, of I guess it'd be kind of cool to do a pre summer run and then a post summer run if it happens just to kind of go back and compare and you know was I spot on with my finances and you know I hate doing math. Math is not my thing. I got to second grade and my mom literally said just pass these math classes because I would come home crying doing my math homework. And the older I get the more I think it may be a little bit of dyslexia. Um, I don't mean that as a joke. I mean that super seriously. Um, I've kind of noticed that especially working. Um, I do work with numbers every day. I kind of flip my numbers and I don't notice that I'm doing it. Um, so I think that may be why I really struggled. Um, but. I've kind of got everything figured out now. Because it's kind of fun when you can apply math to what you're doing. And it's like, okay, it costs me X amount of money to fill up, you know, the truck and the auxiliary tank. And that's X amount of gallons. And this is roughly how much I get with the trailer. So that it almost makes math fun. Um, I still don't want to do algebra. That's just horrible and useless. <laughs> okay, maybe not for some people. But it's useless to me. Um, so, yeah, I think that may be a cool little idea just to see the comparisons. And v, Ov. i V, I've not really talked about her a whole, whole lot. Um you know I kinda let her land in my lap. Like I was not looking for another horse at all. I was not looking for another young horse type to, to pattern. Um but she's really really cool and she's really fun and she's super sweet and I think if she was kind of unruly or had a whole, whole lot of quirks I don't think I would be enjoying it as much but It is kind of a change of pace to, you know, go an exhibition one, and I like that process. Not that I want to do it for the public because it's taken me this long to get this far. Um, But I'm really kind of taking my time with her. The only thing she's eligible for that I know of is the future fortunes, and that's not really an age thing. It's pretty much kind of like the select stallions. Um, It's just a side pot that you enter them in, like you pay them into it, And then you don't have to pay them in again, but you can go to a race and, you know, those horses that are paid in, it's like a whole separate payout for them. And this year they've added like a tour or something. I think there's one in, um, Arkansas or Texarkana. There's one in Wyoming and there's one somewhere else. Um, those don't start till June. So I'm hoping to have her, you know, going by then, um, again, I don't have a deadline for her. I at first said I'd like to have her up and running by January. Well, here it is, almost January, and she can, like, lope a pattern. Um, so I'm pushing her now on March. And I can get into that on a different process of seasoning them. Um, my goal is not to win the 1D the first time I enter them. Um, I mean, that's cool if you can, but it's not something that I'm driven towards I'd like to be able to you know be 3d 40 you know enough to be able to win my money back um, if I did go and enter her or you know land in the holes in the D's somewhere um, realistically trying to win our money back this year is uh, number one plan. a short little recap. Basically now till Odessa is, I think we've got three or four jackpots between now and then. So I'm going to take the young ones, uh, Betty and V, um, probably keep entering Betty once a week. Um, take V and exhibition her, um, Shiner, I'll probably run her once a week. Um, the arena we went to the other night is, pattern size wise similar to Odessa um so I'm kind of trying to get my timing down with those smaller arenas I know usually what wins Odessa trying to figure you know where can I be a little bit faster at um that's basically all we're gonna do there and then I'm gonna try New Year's Resolution to have a podcast a week and I know I say that all the time but my work schedule and life schedule and things get a little hectic um so I'm gonna try to get the question and answer one together and that should hopefully be the next one and hopefully we can get that released after the new year